Yesterday, we were talking about this uh, big announcement, actually, uh, several from uh, Apple regarding some uh, updates to uh, Apple products and their operating systems, most notably this feature that's going to allow you to uh, unsend or undo and edit text messages and also give you the ability... I know everybody is talking about this, right? The ability to now read someone's text without them knowing that you've read it. Because how many times have you text somebody and then you've seen like, oh, yeah, they read that like uh, four hours ago. How about a reply? What's going on? What's wrong? How come you're not replying to my text message? Anyways, that's getting all of the buzz. But there's also something else from Apple that caught our attention. And let's welcome in tech expert Adam Oldfield to discuss that. He joins us now. Hey there, Adam. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Good to have you here as always. Uh, let's talk about uh, passwords because uh, Apple, I think this is kind of getting buried under the text messaging uh, headline, but uh, they're also looking come this fall to maybe just maybe finally doing away with passwords, Adam? Yeah, well, it's been talked about since uh, 2012. I mean, there's an organization called FIDO, not the cell plan that you can use in Canada, but it's referring to Fast ID Online. You might hear that more uh, with the Apple announcement, Jeff, but FIDO is a, an organization that compromise or is involved with uh, Microsoft, Google, uh, Samsung, um, uh, obviously Apple. Apple's the first to come out with this. And the key thing about it is that it no longer requires a password um, to be remembered or to use a password software that you can, you know, keep a list of different passwords and username password across the board. So Apple with their new iOS is going to allow us uh, to input your biometric information. It will only be stored on your phone or your iPad for that matter. And it is encrypted, meaning it isn't in the, in the cloud. So you can now sign up for multiple different accounts using your biometric sign-in. Now that's exciting, Jeff. That, that doesn't, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, no longer is going to be a concern anymore in right. password vocabulary. However, um, I'm going to be devil's advocate and go like, yay, that sounds wonderful and good for you for Apple coming off the mark. However, it was Apple that was hacked in 2013 originally when they came out with their fingerprint technology uh, in 2017 with the iPhone X got hacked immediately with their face ID. So I'm a little pessimistic until I can understand how and if they've been able to master the biometric. Now, yeah, can you talk to us, sorry, Adam, a little bit more about yeah. when you say biometric, what does that mean? Instead of physically um, putting in a password, is this similar to what we do with our iPhones now that we can open them with face ID that we'll correct. be able to do that with so many other devices? That's right. Yeah, correct. You'll be able to use it as you use your fingerprint uh, or if you hold it up and you have your iris login or facial recognition, that's your biometric sign in. Um, and that information is only stored on the phone. It doesn't sync up with the iCloud. It isn't, it isn't connected to uh, anything, but your phone will be the primary uh, device that will be necessary to sign into most of your accounts. So um, again, where I, what I was going to mention was this sounds wonderful, Jeff, you know, no longer signing up for certain accounts. There will soon be an ability to uh, when you maybe sign into a newscast uh, or a uh, uh, your favorite website or your software for that matter. It says set up a user account. Um, this will limit the amount of how many hacks, data breaches. This is the big reason why they're coming out with is to secure less data breaching. 
Um, but what hasn't been um, solved is let's assume you lost your iPhone. Let's assume that you smashed your iPhone. Remember what I just said to you, the phone is only where the information is stored. And if your biometric information in your phone is gone, how do you recover? So that's something to keep in mind when you're getting these, um, you know, you're, you're setting up your biometric uh, access accounts is that it's not as easy as reset my password. Okay, uh, tell me what your face looks like again. Right. So bottom line, Adam, is this an advancement, do you think, a passwordless world, if you will, or passwordless login? Is this an advancement when it comes to our uh, security and safety of our devices and the information that's on them? Yes, absolutely. Um, it is 100% going to be, I mean, I speak in sort of a, be, be aware of the concerns, but this is truly a, a great step forward. And, and like I said, they've been talking about this since 2012. It was agreed that Google, Apple, uh, Amazon, Microsoft would all be collaborative. And it was only in May this year that they announced how they were going to do it, that they would now uh, be able to set it up, that they could all allow this technology to be similar in how it operates. But again, uh, let's say you want to switch from Apple to Android. Uh, there has not been a discussion of how, if it, if you can transfer it over, if you can migrate it over right now, it is only within the Apple ecosystem. Okay. So is that an advantage for Apple? Because as you and I have discussed uh, previously, of course, Apple, they want to keep you in the family, in the ecosystem. They want to make sure that every device that you and your family members have, of course, is Apple, not Android or any other brand. Yes, absolutely. This is definitely a hold me to Apple world. Um, and I mean, you know, Apple has a great ecosystem. It's got everything you need. It, it does most of what we want. Uh, the features that are on Samsung, Google and, and Amazon, Microsoft, all of them are now coming into Apple. They've always been uh, a little delayed, but they're catching up. I mean, Apple really just needs to announce um, they're going to have their virtual reality headsets. Whenever that comes, rumor is they're going to be coming out with a folding phone. They've already got a stylus. So they're catching up with all the other technology. But this is holding you to that Apple system. And uh, it, it, it's going to be a question as to, yay, you're locked into Apple. Will this now be a concern for uh, user information to be transferred? You, as a user, should have the rights to access your data at all times. If you're locked into a system that doesn't let you transfer or move it, that could be a problem coming down the line for Apple. All right. Let me ask you about this as we inch closer and closer to a passwordless uh, world, which I think uh, is welcomed uh, by many. What does this mean? What does this do to the bane of my existence and so many others, Adam Oldfield, which is a two-factor authentication? I, I know that it's needed and it increases our uh, security and all of that, but uh, are we still going to need this, uh, okay, I'll call it annoying two-factor authentication moving forward? I'm going to say you're going to want to keep it, even though they will let you remove it in this new system. Uh, but that two-factor authentication could allow you to reset your password. It's that fail-safe, should or if you run into a, a problem or otherwise. Um, and, and one final point to this, Jeff, is when you're using biometric information, if someone somehow finds a way to get access to it, like let's I don't know what that is. I don't know if I chop your finger off and I now have your finger, but if I can mask your fingerprint or your biometric information, your facial uh, deep fake, if you will, 
your passwords are stolen forever. <laughs> That's if that makes sense. It's not like, oh, I'll just change my face and get plastic surgery and reset my phone. So that's another element of which are, you know, I don't know if there's a solution to this yet, but uh, leaving it to a fingerprint and that fingerprint gets stolen. You only have one set of fingerprints. They're unique to who you are. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's another element. I'm like, well, that's really great. How secure is secure until someone's got my fingerprint, then it's not. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be alarmist about this, but I've read similar online people concerned, for example, if somebody wants to steal your phone and your information, uh, could they not only take your phone, but force you to uh, look into the screen to uh, open it and open up your bank account and uh, right there yeah. in front of you, steal your funds? Yeah. And if we're going to an online world that's so easily set up that we can have that access, uh, I'm going to circle that back to it's good to have two two factor authentication. And then you could say, well, I don't have access to that other device. So um, maybe it's good to have two options always when signing in. Yeah, I just got about a minute left here, but you mentioned AI a second ago, and I know that was a big announcement by Apple uh, the other day as well. Are they seeing this artificial intelligence in some of the uh, leaps we're making here as eventually uh, replacing the iPhone and the smartphone, Adam? Uh, that's the rumor that I've heard. Uh, the, the, the transition is, as I understand it, is the phone is technically a dead device. It will no longer, it won't be as uh, sought after or the upgrades we expect. The iPhone 35 is not going to exist, Jeff. Uh, right. What will happen is uh, we're going to see the artificial intelligence and the glasses, um, which were once mocked by Google glasses, even on Big Bang Theory. That is where the future is going. You will put on either uh, contact lenses or you'll have a set of glasses and that will allow voice recognition and the ability to sign in and see uh, our way to connect internet uh, messaging communications and otherwise yeah so much like and we were talking about this yesterday was national vcr day the way that people laugh <laughs> at vcrs <laughs> one day soon they're going to be laughing at those of us that carried around smartphones <laughs> i mean vcr even got a day it even still exists that's amazing that's awesome <laughs> hey adam appreciate it as always thanks so much for this this afternoon thanks jeff have a great afternoon youtube tech expert adam oldfield Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.